welcome into this episode of the Post Game Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am your host, Cody Barnes, and with me today is my good friend Dylan Ort once again. Say what's up, Dylan. Hello. Hello. So uh, in today's episode, the big thing that we're going to be talking about, obviously, is what happened uh, today, actually, with the humongous trade. Uh, which we haven't seen in a really, really, really long time. I think it was since like 1999 or 1998 of a pick being traded within the top five, like more than one pick being traded within the top six or something like that. Um, we haven't really seen that happen in a really long time. Uh, the most recent of one just getting traded in general was from like two to three or something like that, which was the good old Bears uh, trading up to draft Mitch Trubisky. So that's just, you know, not great history there. Um, But we're going to start it out with just talking about the trade. I'm going to give you guys my thoughts. Dylan is also going to give his thoughts as well. Um, So I'm going to break down um, what the details of it, and that is Miami. They traded from number three with the San Francisco 49ers to the number 12 overall pick. And in that trade, they also got a 2022 first round pick, 2022 third round pick and a 2023 first round pick as well from the 49ers. So all that gets traded to Miami and then Miami went from number 12 overall. And they also sent a fourth round pick and a first round pick next year to the Philadelphia Eagles for the number six overall pick and a fifth round pick this year. So, there's just a lot going on. But essentially, the draft order has changed from the 49ers being now at number three and Miami now being at six and the Eagles now at 12. Um, kind of what this ends up telling you is Miami is not looking to try to replace Tua. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get good value for their pick, which is probably going to be an offensive weapon for Tua. And the 49ers are trying to replace Jimmy Garoppolo within a year because there's all the rumors, obviously, of them just going, okay, well, now now they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. But that's probably not going to happen. And from what the front office said is that it's not going to happen. Jimmy G is their guy for this year, which last time we saw that was uh, the Cardinals saying that Josh Rosen was their guy. And then they drafted Kyler Murray and traded Josh Rosen. Uh so that is uh majority of what was happening. The other thing is that the Eagles apparently wanted to try to trade up to number three if they could guarantee Zach Wilson was gonna be there. Um I don't I don't get that. Um <laughs> you you trade Carson Wentz and then you tell Jalen Hurts he's gonna be your guy, and then you go, psych, we're gonna try to get Zach Wilson, and then you realize you can't get Zach Wilson because the Jets are probably going to take him more than likely, and you go, oh, just kidding, Jalen Hurts, you're still our guy. Um, I I don't <laughs> I don't get that at all. Um, I do think that with this, my guess is that the 49ers are probably going to draft Justin Fields. Um, I think he's probably the best fit there. I don't know what uh, what you think or who the, who the best fit would be there. But obviously, if Trevor Lawrence goes one, Zach Wilson goes two, 
your choices are Trey Lance, um, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields. And I think the better out of those three is definitely Justin Fields. But I've seen so many people saying that Mac Jones is going to go there. At which I'm like, good lord, what? Good lord. <laughs> I, I really hope not because that would make no sense because you probably could stay at 12 and still take Mac Jones. You'd be fine. But, um, yeah, if you take, if you take Mac Jones, you're taking a bust quarterback. <laughs> he's going to be a bust. He's a, he's an Alabama quarterback. He's a bust automatically. It's just what successful Alabama quarterback has there been in the past 15 so years? So far, the most successful one has been Tua, and he's had one year. Not even that, like half a year. And he didn't even have a successful year. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't understand it. Average. I think the biggest, the biggest downside to going to Alabama, if you are a quarterback, is the fact that, I mean, I think the biggest problem is you're so used to having all of those weapons like i mean you you think about it tua played with four first round wide receivers like that no nobody else can really say that you can't go and point out anybody else in the nfl and say yep they played with four first round wide receivers because jalen waddle and Devontae smith are going to the first round this year and last year it was henry ruggs and jerry judy it's just for that, I think the biggest problem is you depend on your team so much to the point where you're like, yeah, they'll cover up my flaws. And you look flawless because the rest of your team is absolutely ridiculous. But then once you get out there and you don't have those, you know, four first round wide receivers to throw to, you uh, you struggle. So I, I, yeah. I just, um, I think... Number one, I think the 49ers, if you get your guy, then it's worth it. But that's a lot. I mean, you trade three first-round picks is what you're trading. Like, that is a lot of draft capital to be able to move up. And I know it's nine spots and you're in the top three. That's a big thing. But it's the fact that you had to trade three first-round picks. So they're mortgaging their next two years of first round picks and hoping that whoever they draft here at number three, it doesn't matter for those next two years after this year. Like you're, you're going to be good. So it's interesting because it's like the, the 49ers didn't even like they traded like what? Three yeah, first round, three picks? first round picks and a third. Yeah. So I'm like, but it's like, why you, the 49ers aren't even like that good of a team. So it's like you're getting rid of all your first round picks to get like a, like the third best quarterback in the draft. I don't know. I just I find that very like I don't know. I, I like if I was if I was the Forty Nineers, I would just like keep my yeah. first round picks. I I would I, I, I at least for me I wouldn't have yeah traded to the, See, to the third. My my thought behind it is, and this is what I've heard countless times during this entire offseason program is like these top three guys even the top four guys would probably be like obviously this year's number one guy is trevor lawrence any of the past couple of years these top four guys any of them probably would have been the number one quarterback in that draft class 
like Trey Lance almost came out last year instead of coming out this year. And they were saying that he would be the number one quarterback of last year's draft. Like he would have gone higher than Joe Burrow. And so it's like, I guess if you really think that the talent is there and like with, I, I still like, honest to goodness, I think it's Justin Fields. I don't, I only think, I think it's about 85% Justin Fields, 10 or like 14% Trey Lance and 1% Mac Jones. I don't even think Mac Jones is a thought, but maybe he is. And I don't understand it, but um, I, I get it whenever it comes to, if you think that this guy is going to be your future, then you trade whatever you can to get him. Cause it'd be the same thing with like Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. It's like, even though, yeah, those guys are proven guys. If you're, if you are sure that this guy is in your future and you want this guy to be your franchise quarterback, do it hands down hundred times out of a hundred times do it. But, and, and I think that's the only reason why they want to. And I think it's also because they're just, uh, I don't think they believe in Jimmy G anymore, which I don't blame them. Um, but I, I, I think it's a, a good trade if it works out, obviously. It's a crazy trade right now because you're like, holy cow, you don't have a first for the next two years now, like after this. Like that's that's crazy. And then, I mean, with Miami, I think it's smart what they did. Trade back and they trade back up because they I, – I seriously think that what they're going to try to go for is either Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. And I know they have Gesicki. And I know they also signed Will Fuller, but I think that the reason why is they're like, don't really want to take a wide receiver or a tight end top three in the draft. So might as well try to trade back. But um, I, I like what Miami did. I like what the Eagles did too. Um, Cause I mean, honestly with the Eagles, it's like, who do you take at six? Because at that point, it's probably the best quarterback available would be Mac Jones if you're wanting to replace Jalen Hurts. And if you're not wanting to replace Jalen Hurts, you take a wide receiver that high when you're not really sure what you're supposed to do. Your defense is pretty bad. Um, I mean, kind of your whole team is pretty bad. So it's like, what do you do there? Might as well get some more draft stock. I mean, you get two, possibly even three first-round picks next year because if Carson Wentz plays like a certain amount of games next year, you get a first round pick from the Colts. So then you get a first round pick from the Colts, your first and I think Miami's first, I think is what it's going to be. Not San Francisco's. So, I mean, all around, there's a lot of picks that got flown around and I think it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. I think the Eagles can kind of go in any direction they want because they're so bad. <laughs> so like, so like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised they like pick out, pick like an O, pick pick like Panay Sewell, or they kind of you kind of just have to pick the best yeah, player available, definitely. because they just it, suck yeah. everywhere. It, that whole team just needs help um, in general. Um, mm-hmm. I know there was uh, there was something else whenever it came to the Eagles. Um, I can't remember right now, but. Um, Oh, that's what it is. A lot of people think that they traded back 
so that they could probably take a corner. Um, Because, in my opinion, and I've watched some tape on, like, some of the other corners, too, but after, like, the top three, which are Sertan, Farley, and Horn, after those three, there's a pretty significant drop-off, because I think all three of those guys could be, like, legit lockdown corners on the outside, and then after that, it kind of just falls off from there. Um, not, like, not hey, like crazy. Boy alive and dirty. Not, like, crazy, but there's definitely a talent gap between those three and the rest of them. And so, what is going on over there? Um, yeah, hmm? nothing. Uh, what? But, what, dude? Um, anyways, but I think, I think what they're trying to do, and I think what is smart would be try to take one of the top three corners, because you got Darius Slay, and that's kind of it, I'm pretty sure. I can't even think of their second corner. Um, but the more and more that I see about J.C. Horn, the less and less I think he's going to even be available at 12. So it might be Patrick Sertan that they would take, which is still a very good consolation prize. Um, and then Caleb Farley is having his back surgery. He should be ready by the season. Um, that was another thing that we were going to talk about in the news, but um, might as well talk about it now. Caleb Farley is having his second back surgery. So his draft stock is falling, but uh, he is supposed to be ready by the season. So, I mean, it's like kind of half and half. Like it's scary because he's having a back surgery, but also he should be ready. So maybe the Eagles go with him. Um, But, yeah, like you said, I think it's probably best player available at that point. They just need a lot of everything. Um, But I I think it – it was pretty crazy. Another thing that I did see is uh, people were like, oh, is Miami trying to build assets to try to trade for Russell Wilson? And No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you sure you no. don't want to? Uh... No. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, but get off, get off the Russell Wilson getting traded train, okay? That's, it's not going to happen. I, I Russell Wilson is not getting traded. He's he, he the Seahawks declined an amazing trade offer from the Bears that sent a lot of picks and good players to the Seahawks, and the Seahawks said no. He's not going to Miami. I do not want to attack Valoa playing quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, and I want Russell Wilson staying because that's what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> it's <was> funny. <laughs> Um, not mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, so they're not building assets, so it's fine. Um, but uh, other than that, whenever it comes to that trade, uh, again for the 49ers, if you get your, you know, franchise QB, and it works out in the long haul, then it's worth it. Um, if you draft guy who turns out to be a bust, obviously it wasn't worth it, and it doesn't work out. Um, Miami, I think it was super smart. They wanted to trade back to begin with, um, but they ended up trading back further than they wanted to, then traded back up to where they wanted to be at, so that's 
brilliant. And then the Eagles trading back because they just need assets. They need they need picks because they are desperate. Um, but any any other thoughts on that? Yeah, I think Miami is making money moves. I mean, they got three. Wait, how many first round they, picks did they get? So they got the first round this year. So now from the Eagles. And then they got a 2022 first and a 2023 first round pick. And they still have the 18th overall pick this year also. So they still have two first round picks this year. Yeah. I think they make them, I think they won this whole trade I thing. I, um, I think just right now. I they think they, they, yeah. Dominated. But yeah. obviously in the future, obviously if the 49ers take Justin Fields or Trey Lance or sadly Mac Jones and they turn out to be some Hall of Fame quarterback and they win three championships blah 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 and it turns out the 49ers won the trade but as of right now I I do agree I think Miami won and then I think the 49ers and then the Eagles but I mean um just with the Eagles it's like I don't really want to take someone at six so let's just trade back because why not um the Eagles are just they're falling apart at the seams poor guys um yeah yeah rest in peace filled right, off the guys um so another thing that i did see and i just kind of wanted to see what you thought about it josh norris who is a host of the underdog fantasy podcast tweeted out and i saw this like right before you joined the call but he said that the panthers are now more likely to trade a third or a fourth round pick to the jets for sam darnold than they are trading up for uh, the number four overall pick with the Atlanta Falcons for a quarterback. Um, so I was just curious what you thought about that. Um, wait, so you're saying the Panthers would get and they Sam would Darnold, like a third or a fourth and then the Panthers for Sam Darnold instead of trying to trade okay. up to number four. Hold on, I need to think. <laughs> um, so okay, so then. So then, so then, so, okay, I get, I, okay, I understand, I understand. So then the Jets, so then that even makes it even more, like, 100% the Jets are drafting yeah. a quarterback at yeah. two. And so, so then, so then the Panthers, the Panthers would trade up to four. No, no, no. no. Is that what you're saying? No, to no, draft no. So a they quarterback. Would, so no. it's more, it's more likely that they trade a third or a fourth round pick and trade for Sam Darnold than it is for them to trade up to number four overall pick. So if they would do the same, oh, trade, they okay. would not trade up for number four. <laughs> Got Which, it. I was, I did, I missed the uh, more likely part. I, I thought okay. they were, I thought the scenario was that they were going to trade for Sam Darnold. And then I'm like, what? This doesn't make sense. They just, if they get Sam Darnold, why would they trade up to four to get a quarterback? <laughs> no, no, they yeah, wouldn't do that. My mind is stupid. So so, what yeah. do you think about that? Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I think, yeah, I think more likely to. I mean, that would be interesting. I, I, I think for Sam Donald, I think he is a. I, I, I like Sam Donald. I think yeah. he's a good quarterback, um, and I think a change of scene. He, he's like a type of quarterback. He's a change of scenery. He just had. I mean, he was he was on the New York Jets. They have nobody Adam Gase at receiver. Head coach, nobody. So. Exactly. Exactly. And I like Matt, I like Matt Rule because I just I, I think he's too. a good coach, and I think that if he goes to the Panthers, I think that I mean they I, I think he'll they'll be really good. 
I, I think that like they have good receivers they have in at uh, Carolina. Receivers. Yeah, exactly. So I I think I I, I like Sam Donald to the Panthers. I, I like it honestly. I like it more than than Panthers trading up to four I to get a quarterback. Too. And like that might be a I hot mean, take. I, but. I agree with you, and the reason why is like I something's going on with your mic. I just want you to know that. Yeah, I know. My my headphones are just sucking, so I'm just okay, going to talk to my computer. <laughs> um, but I do think that if Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, if he would go to the Panthers, I think it would definitely be better than them trading up to four because, I mean, we just saw what the 49ers had to trade in order to get up to number three to get a quarterback, and that's definitely what they're doing. They wouldn't trade up to number three for a different position, I don't think, at least. If they do, they're going to blow my mind, and I'm going to freak out. But I don't think that – yeah, it, it would make, make no sense. sense. But we saw what they had to do to trade up to number three. Now what the Panthers would have to do is not only just trade up to number four, they would have to trade up with an interdivision rival to number four because they would have to trade with the Falcons. So if you think the Falcons are just going to be cool with you getting a franchise quarterback when they're probably thinking of getting a quarterback as well and just being like, yeah, we'll have him sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two, like that's going to be probably three first-round picks as well, and I don't think that that would be smart because at least, what, you get Sam Darnold, and, I mean, you hope for the best on that one, and I think it would be a lot better than, you know, what it has been for Sam Darnold. Matt Rule's better head coach by far than Adam Gase. Um, they have Joe Brady running that offense, and he's a freaking stud at knowing how to run offenses. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be cool. I, I do. I think it'd be a really cool idea. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. Um, yeah, I have nothing really more to add <laughs> to that. Right. Um, so that's it for that, but the last part of news that we're going to talk about is just quick free agent notes. Um, one of the things is Kenny Galladay signed a big deal with the Giants just 10 minutes after we uh, stopped recording, so that was pretty sweet. Um, I I think it's a decent place to go. Um, I don't know exactly why you're desperate to go to the Giants, um, but... Good for you for going to the Giants, my guy. Good luck with uh, having Danny Dimes. I, I, th- I, th- I think you're underestimating the, the Giants a little bit. I think, dude, they just signed Adoree Jackson. They just signed Kenny Galladay. Like, they got – it's not like they're just they're, – it's not like they're the New York Jets. Like, they have some – their defense is like – they've got some young – like, like they have got some dudes on defense. Like, Logan Ryan is good. Xavier McKinney. You have Adoree Jackson now. You have um, Jabril Peppers yeah. is yeah is on the Giants, and like it's not like they're just a bunch I, of like I don't like I don't think nudes, the Giants are they're bad. like it's just I don't like I don't like Daniel Jones. I don't think he's a good quarterback, and so I, you're going from Matthew Stafford, which obviously it's not his choice for Matthew Stafford to get traded to a different team. What I'm saying is you go from the caliber of a quarterback like Matthew Stafford to the caliber of a quarterback in Daniel Jones, who the Giants aren't even sold on being their franchise quarterback. Like, they're like, this is pretty much his, like, they're, 
they're building up this wide receiver core to see if Daniel Jones can end up succeeding. And if he can't, I can guarantee you that they're like, yeah, we're done with him. Next chance we get to get a different quarterback, we're going to take it, and we're done with Daniel Jones. We're throwing him to the side. So it's like that. that is why I don't – like I don't think it's a bad place, but it's just an interesting spot because, I mean, there was a possibility of him going to the Bengals, um, which I loved. I love the idea of that one, but because um, then he played with Joe Burrow, who's, in my opinion, significantly better than Daniel Jones, um, and has the chan- chance to be like a legit elite quarterback. But I don't think Daniel Jones will ever have that opportunity. Uh, but that that's why I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I, again, I don't think it's like I don't think it's a terrible spot. I just don't love it just because of Daniel Jones. Yeah, I'm uh, going to have to disagree with you. I'm a part of the <laughs> Daniel Jones fan club. If you look at the stats, okay, last year he was bad. Oh, he was last so year he bad. was bad. He threw, t- he threw 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. His rookie year, though, wasn't all that horrible. Okay? He threw 24 touchdowns. He threw 24 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. That's not that's not horrible. I've seen his last year his he was but he was bad, but 2019 he was mm-hmm. decent. Okay, and so I think this year Daniel Jones it is going to be his coming out party, and he's going to be legit. I think he'll be good. I think the I think the Giants will be decent. Yeah, see that's that's the thing is I'm like okay, this is like the make or break year for him. If he comes out and he's just not good, he's done. Like they they are done with him. They're kicking him to the curb. They're either drafting or trading for a quarterback next year. Like that's just, in my opinion, that's what's going to happen. And I mean, last year, goodness, so bad. He had under three thousand yards, eleven touchdowns, and ten interceptions. And it doesn't even. I can't even find his fumbles. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm not even gonna look for his fumbles. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, okay. This is uh, this is totally just um, knocking my point I just fumbles. had. But in twenty, his, his but his rookie year, he had eighteen fumbles. <laughs> so it's gotten better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's 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 definitely has not improved. So uh, hopefully that changes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you kind of dug yourself a hole there, but it's <laughs> it's I okay. Did. It's okay. But yeah, so that was Kenny Galladay. I think it was a four year deal worth like seventy something million dollars. So he got paid. So good for him. Um, the yeah. other like big name that happened. I know we had talked about like Kyle Fuller might get released, uh, which he did. He got released. Signed a one year deal with the Broncos. Obviously, as a Chargers fan, I'm not a huge fan of that, but. Um, yeah, so they're probably not going to go corner in the draft, more than likely. They're probably solid with what they have. They have, like, five starting caliber cornerbacks now on the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, they're loaded. They're loaded. So, yeah, uh, yeah. They still have ugly uniforms, though. So, I like their, like, um, the navy, like, the dark navy ones uh, with, like, the brighter orange. Those ones are pretty cool. But the other the other ones, eh. I don't like yeah, the yeah the the font the font of their like uh, jersey numbers are just disgusting. <laughs> it just reminds me of like third grade classroom. Like it just 
like just like the font that the teacher would use when she's like writing like something on just her computer and it's like you hate it yeah yeah it sucks anyways um but it's interesting i don't know like the chargers need another corner you know so this so it's like i I mean you can't start off the season with michael day i mean michael davis is not bad but yeah, you Michael need another Davis guy. Chris Harris. You need I another. Think that's they're starting to. But then after that, that's yeah, not bad. Chris Harris yeah. is pretty old, and so that's why, like, everything is to me. If either Caleb Farley or J.C. Horn, and I know Caleb Farley has the back surgery, but if either one of them is available at thirteen, even though I would love for the Chargers to go offensive line. If one of those two is there, you have to take them because that's like, I mean, these are like possibly elite corners and what you're going to take a solid offensive lineman who, I mean, this offensive line class, it's not like crazy deep, but you can still get someone in the second round. If pick 47, you can still pick up someone who's pretty decent at pick 47 at offensive line, but I just it's so hard for me not to go. If one of those two is still there, you have to take them because JC Horn, absolute monster and Caleb Farley, absolute monster. And I'm so glad that the Broncos honestly picked up Kyle Fuller so that one of those two can possibly slip to us at 13. Um, I would be jacked. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, yeah, I th- and it, the, I feel like the offensive line class is very similar to like the running back class. It's like you're not going to draft like Najee Harris in the top yeah. ten, but like there's you, there's a lot available. Yeah. I think like, you have I think you have like, like two exactly. elite options, and that's Rashawn Slater and Panay Sewell. And then after that, it's like they're solid and they could be amazing, but it's just like a eh, maybe thing. So that yeah, I agree. That that's that's how I that's how I view them. So I mean, it's just I mean, hey, I guess whoever Tom Telesco takes, cool. Um, and if he passed on all of these free agent cornerbacks to take one in in the draft, that'd be sweet. But you never know. Yeah. Um. But the last like just interesting, I guess, free agent name. Um, that I put on here was Mike Davis. He got signed to the Falcons, more than likely to be their starting running back. He balled out in Carolina last year whenever Christian McCaffrey was out. So um, I'm pretty stoked for him because I feel like he could be pretty solid. They have nobody else back there. They got like Edo Smith, and that's it. So um, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I think the Falcons need to get the so, running game going. They were they're just they're just not it's just non existent. So yeah, I like Mike Davis. I think he's yeah, I think he's a good player and I think that the Falcons like it's a good place to like he's kind of like a like a bridge running back. Like he's not like outstanding, but he'll like get like if I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons draft like a young running back yeah. and then like have Mike Davis in there for next year and then have their like younger running back like just get get a year under his belt and yeah. then start the next year. <clears throat> yeah, I I, I I like that. That's a good idea. Um but that I think that's it for news and notes. Uh we are going to get into a segment 
that I have made up, uh, and I am pumped. And uh, I don't have like a special like sound drop on it because we're not that fancy yet. Um, but nope. th- the segment is called More or Less. And I uh, slightly explained it to Dylan. Um, so hopefully he, he gets it. I feel like he got it, so we should be good. Um, but for anybody listening, basically what I'm doing is I'm giving a prompt and I'm saying, okay, do you think it's going to be more or do you think it's going to be less? So, for example, the first one up is... Is Deshaun Watson going to play a single game for the Houston Texans in 2021? So is it going to be more than one game, or do you think it's going to be zero games, and why? Um, I think that Deshaun Watson will not play a game for the Texans. And my reasoning is because he doesn't want to be there. And he's just... It's, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a well-known thing. Like Deshaun Watson does not want to play for the Houston Texans. Like, so I, I just can't, he, I I think he's either going to get traded or he's going to sit out. Um, I think, and I, I don't know if you, you probably did see this. I don't know, but the, uh, Ian Rappaport was on the Pat McAfee show like a few days ago. And he was saying like, even with the allegations going on with Deshaun Watson, like there's teams that still want him. Um, so I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he's traded even with these allegations yeah. going on, and um, yeah I think uh, I don't th- actually I don't yeah I don't think he'll play for the yeah. Texans. In I agree I don't think he'll play a game. Um, and like you said, whether it's because of him just sitting out or he gets traded, or and I mean there is the third option of maybe these allegations are going to cause him to not be able to play in the NFL just you know precautiously suspends him just in case because obviously if it turns out to be true you don't really want a guy that has all of these allegations on him to be out there playing and being a huge face of your game um so there's that possibility but i i agree i don't think that he'll be playing a game at all for the texans which uh good for him hopefully (laughs) um but yeah, yeah I, I I think he'll probably end up getting traded, is my guess, because it's just not working out. Yeah, I agree. With so you. the I oh wait, haha, uh, real quick, uh, Adam Sheffer tweeted this: veteran quarterback Chase Daniel is signing a one-year deal with the Chargers to be the backup. Um. Yep. What? So, which I'm cool with, because that means Easton Stick is not the backup. Woo. Dude, shout out Easton what Stick. A what a guy. Never gonna start. Sorry, bud. Yeah, you know you're you know a good quarterback when your True. last name is Stick. Never heard of another one. One of a kind. No. Um But yeah, yeah so um that, that real quick breaking news on there. Um mostly for Chargers fans. Um anybody else is like cool, I guess. I don't know. Um so the next name on here is uh your guy. Russell Wilson, will he play a game for the Seahawks in 2021? Of course you wrote this one. Of course. Um, Russell Wilson will play all the games for the Seahawks in 2021. He will play every single one, and he will be very good. Um, Russell Wilson's not getting traded. Um we already talked about this earlier on the podcast, but I, yeah, I just think, and and this is not obviously as a fan of the Seahawks, I would love to see him with Seahawks. 
but even like putting my uh, fan hat to the side, I, I still like. I, I still think Russell Wilson plays this season with the Seahawks, um, and we've talked about this before. Like, I just I think you know I think the organization's slowly starting to like listen to Russell Wilson. Um, I think that uh, yeah, I, I just I just I, I think. Next year, if if things don't change for Russell Wilson this this year, then I think Russell Wilson will be gone for sure. But I think this season, I think, uh, yeah, I think he'll play for the Seahawks this year. Um, so my answer has kind of wavered back and forth on yes and no. Um, but I'm gonna say yes that he will and that he'll play more. Uh, than one game, and I think, like you said, he'll play all the games. But um, I was very close to putting less. Um, and the reason why is in, in I heard this from a couple of different people on different shows and stuff, and they're like the the Russell Wilson sweepstakes is still not done, and the Bears are apparently still really wanting him, obviously because it's the Bears. Um, but they are still willing to trade whatever they can to be able to get Russell Wilson. And kind of how, how it was described is they don't, a lot of people don't think that this is settled until after the NFL draft. So if the NFL draft concludes and Russell Wilson is still on the Seahawks, everybody pretty much believes that Russell Wilson will stay with the Seahawks for this year. But there's a very high chance that the time that he gets traded is during the draft. So, I, I mean, I still think that he plays this year. I'm gonna kind of sadly burst your bubble, but I don't think that he's gonna be the quarterback next year for the Seattle Seahawks. I think he will get traded next year. Um, the the thing that I have seen a lot of is the Seahawks. And Russell Wilson, neither one of them have come out and said, like the Seahawks haven't come out and said, Russell Wilson's our guy. They haven't said a single thing. They haven't, the social media team hasn't posted anything about Russell Wilson's our guy. And Russell Wilson hasn't said his infamous go Hawks at all. All he said for the free agents that end up signing back with the Seahawks are like, uh, like good signing, proud of you, good job, all that other kind of stuff. That's really it that has come out of either one of their mouths. The other thing that was kind of weird, and I don't think we even talked about it at all, but the Seahawks put out their, like, they sent stuff out to their season ticket holders, and it had every starting player on there except for Russell Wilson, um, which is interesting. Um, dumb, but interesting. Uh, but I, I think next year probably... Russell Wilson won't be there, but I do think that this year he'll play the entire season. So, um, I'm just really confused that the the bear. How are the Bears not done? Like they, who who else are they going to give to us? Khalil yeah, Mack. That's like what, what, what I guess it would be Khalil Mack. They didn't want to. They didn't want to part ways yeah. with Khalil Mack, and that was the reason why the trade, like one of the reasons why the trade broke down, was the Seahawks were like kind of interested, but then they're like, so you're going to give us a old uh, Akeem Hicks and Kyle Fuller was <laughs> like, uh, nah, we're good. Like, do you give us Khalil Mack? And they're like, no, nah, we're not trading Khalil Mack, which is understandable. Khalil Mack's a 
monster, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh... But even getting, even like getting like Khalil Mack, like I, uh, I mean, he is good. That's I'm like kind of mentally processing this right now, but like, I, yeah, I don't know because Khalil, it's not like Khalil Mack is young either. Like he's, I'm pretty sure he's like 30 uh, or something, something right? Like that. He's like probably like 29 or 30. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, I I mean, if that ends up happening and they get traded, cool. Clumax 30, by the way. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah. So, that's uh, Russell Wilson for you. The next player up, uh, I thought this one would be kind of interesting. Michael Thomas. Do you think that he records 100 receptions in 2021? Let me give you some stats real quick. So last year was his first year since his rookie year that he has not had 100 receptions. In 2019, he had 149. In 2018, he had 125. 2017, he had 104. In 2016, he had 92. Last year, he only had 40, but he battled with injuries. But the other thing that I wanted to bring up is Drew Brees obviously has retired. It is not Drew Brees' team anymore. It is either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. And so I will leave the floor open. Do you think that he records more or less than a hundred receptions in 2021? That's a hard one. I think first thing, I think it depends on who the quarterback is. Um, but even that, like, I just, I just, oh, let's that's say such it's a Jameis, hard one. Just to make it easier. Yeah. Jameis. But he, I, I'm, but I'm like trying to think like, if it was either Taysom or Jameis, like, does he even like, like I, I th- th- there's part of me that's leaning. I think he will record at least hundred receptions or more, just because he's like their only dude at receiver, unless I'm forgetting someone. So he, he's gonna get a buttload of targets. True. So, so th- I, that's my guess leaning towards yes, but. It just I, I just don't know what Jameis will show up. The last Jameis we saw, he threw more interceptions than touchdowns. So, so, so to, I, to bring yeah, this up, the um, the thing with Jameis is he's never had a 100 reception wide receiver. So Mike Evans never hit 100 receptions. The closest he ever got was 96, and then Chris Godwin never hit 100 receptions. He had 88, and that was in his like breakout year. Um, and then tight ends didn't get enough receptions to even be close. Um, so did you, did you say more or less? Okay. I'm going to go more. I, I'm going to go less. Um, and it's really just, I don't, I don't know if it's Jameis. I think it's going to be close to hundred receptions. I don't think he's going to get it to hundred receptions, but I think it'll be close. If it is Taysom Hill, I think it will be like 60 and I'm not even, I'm not underselling that at all. They didn't throw the ball at all with Taysom Hill. And if they did, it was short passes, which is Michael Thomas's like area. But um, I, I think it'll be less. It depends on the quarterback, but either way, I still think it's going to be less sadly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think, I think with, with Taysom Hill, I think the reason they, they just didn't, yeah, I actually never mind. Yeah, I I agree with you. So less. I agree with you. 
Yeah. Well, no, I, no, I, I still think James, like if James is quarterback, I, I think it'll be more. If Taysom is quarterback, okay. I think it'll be less. All right. So that was that was a difficult one. This next one I think is interesting. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts will win ten games in twenty twenty one. I believe they went ten and six last year. So it's kind of do they improve on their record? Do they you know get a decrease in wins because it's a new quarterback or what? What do you think? More or less. I think more. I think the Colts are going to be really good next year, and that might be a hot take. But I, I think the, the, I think the Colts are going to be good. And I think I, I love Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, and we've talked about this before. Just having a new, new scenery, new team. You know, um, Indianapolis has a great defense. I, um, I think, um, and I love their, uh, the running backs that they have. I, I love Jonathan Taylor. I love. Is Marlon Max still with the Colts? Okay, and I then same with Hines. I don't think Hines was a free agent yet. I think next year he's a free agent. Oh, he's okay. Never mind. I thought he was. Um, but uh, yeah, I love the running back running backs that they have. I love their offensive line. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the Colts will win more games, but I, I don't. I yeah, I don't know how many, but I know I think it'll be more. Throw out than a time. random number right now. How many wins? In a in the season seventeen so. games, right? They're voting on it. I think this weekend, but more than likely, it's going to get passed. Um, I'm going to go twelve. 12. Okay. So I am also going to yeah. say more. In my guess, this one is going to be a little bit hot takey. All right. Uh, my guess, and this is just me throwing out a number, is fourteen. So I think it'd be fourteen and three. And I think that they would be the number two seed, only behind the stinking Chiefs. But um, it's just the Chiefs are too good of a regular season team that I don't see them losing more than like four games, if that. Um, but I do think that the Colts, I think they got better at the quarterback position. I like Carson Wentz a lot more than I did Phillip Rivers in his last year. Um, I think Carson Wentz has a lot more to prove as well he's got a chip on his shoulder um he he has the best offensive line i think that he's ever had and i know he had a great offensive line that was healthy in like what 2017 when they went to the super bowl but he still got injured but i think this is a better offensive line um he's got his old offensive minded coach just like how he did in 2017 in his almost mvp season um and I mean, this team is built for success. They went ten and six with an immobile, inaccurate end of his rope, Philip Rivers. So if they can do that with Philip Rivers, I think that sky's the limit with Carson Wentz. And they still got a first round pick that they can draft either if they want a wide receiver or they can draft someone on defense or whatever else. Um, but yeah, so I. My mine might be a little bit more hot takey with the fourteen wins, but I think I, I have a lot of faith whenever it comes to the Colts. I think they'll be very good. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's a hot take because I was kind of like before I said twelve, I was kind of leaning like thirteen, fourteen, but then I was like, I, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know, yeah, I just was. Uh, my gut feeling yeah. went to twelve, but 
But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go 13 yeah, or 14. I, I, I wouldn't be either. I think it'd be cool. I, I would love it. They're, it, they're going to be one of the teams that I root for as long as they're not going against the Chargers next year. That's it. Like, I'll be like, yes, go Colts as long as they're not going against the Chargers. Because yeah. I love Carson Wentz. Yeah, I love I, Frank Reich. Jonathan Taylor's on my fantasy team, and he carried me. So I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, I, uh, I dig it too. So the last – Last uh, question for this wonderful new segment of more or less. Will Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy get fired by the 10th game of the season? More or less games? I I have no idea. I, I uh, <laughs> let, let me think. I, yeah, I think, I think it'll be before the 10th game. Uh, honestly, I just think I, just don't think the Bears are good. I mean, they they just don't. They, they you have Andy Dalton as your starting quarterback, and then you get rid of you don't have um, Kendall Fuller anymore, and the, I mean Kyle Fuller, and then I don't know. I just I you have Andy Dalton. Yeah, I, I'm not a big Bear, I'm not a big Bears fan. I, I don't think. I, I but but knowing the Bears organization, they're probably just going to keep them, even though they suck, <laughs> and then they'll just wait until the end of the season and then fire them. So I would. I think they'll be fired this year. That's my take. So both. <laughs> right in the middle. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say less. And the reason why I say less is I don't think that they're going to get Russell Wilson. And I think because of that, um, they're going to suck. Um, Allen Robinson is like one of their last great players that they have. I know it's Khalil Mack on the other side. There's Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson. Other than that, it's like Roquan Smith, he's pretty decent. But they're not going to win you games. And Matt Nagy has not proven that he can win games with anybody as a quarterback. doesn't matter. Second overall pick, Nick Foles, who has a statue of himself outside of the Philadelphia Eagles stadium. Um, probably not going to be able to win with Andy Dalton either. So I think both of them are going to get fired. They made stupid trades. They've made. I mean, they traded for. I still, I still have not understood the Khalil Mack trade, because it wasn't like as if they were that close to being a championship team, and that and they're like, if we just go get this one guy, which turns out to be an edge rusher, this is going to change our team. We're going to go from a ten and six team to a thirteen and three team. And we're going to win the Super Bowl. No, it was we're an okay team. We're going to go trade for a fantastic pass rusher. And we're just going to go the same record. Like, they haven't done anything to try to win them any games. They traded up one pick for Mitch Trubisky, who turns out nobody wanted to trade up for Mitch Trubisky. And you also missed on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. So I think by that alone, you should just be gone. Leave. Get them out. Stupid. El Stupidos. Yeah. I think the Bears, the Bears have sucked, and they're going to suck again this I year. I agree. I think they'll be very bad. They shall yep. be fired. I hope for Bears yep. fans. Goodness. Poor poor guys. Um, but <laughs> we're going to go into yeah. this next part, and we're going to kind of roll through these. We're just going to give our quick uh, free agency period grades. So it's going to be like the off-season transactions, so pre-draft. So if anybody somehow is stumbling on this post-NFL draft, this is not – the NFL draft grades. This is before the draft. Just want to make sure that is abundantly clear. 
So if someone gets a steal in the draft, we're not going to give them an F. Um, there are at least two or three Fs for me in this. So uh, let's let's get this started. Uh, we got the first team up is the New England Patriots. Um, I will go first, and I'm going to give them a B plus. Um, I know there's a lot of people that want to give them an A plus, and maybe Dylan, you give them an A plus, but I think the big thing that they missed out on is quarterback. Uh, Cam Newton, not phenomenal. He was very bad last year. Um, you got all these great players. I really hope you have a future at quarterback because Cam Newton is not it. So that's why I have him at B+. Again, solid signings all around, except for quarterback. Um, I guess my question to you is like, and I and I honestly, I'm kind of blanking out right now, but like if you have like, the quarterback class for free agency wasn't very good. So it's like, that, what, that, what do you like? So there's that. But it was mostly the part where it was like, okay, I honestly, and I know I just kind of crapped on Andy Dalton a little bit whenever it came to the Bears. I still think Andy Dalton has more than Cam Newton does. You could have went and got Andy Dalton. I even think Ryan Fitzpatrick would have been a better upgrade than Cam Newton. Cam Newton did not prove anything to me. If anything, he just kind of showed me why the Panthers were done with him. And they were like, yeah, we just don't want you anymore. And the Patriots went, you know what? I know you sucked last year, but let's bring you right back in. And let's hope for the best. And it's like, I get the whole COVID thing and how it, it completely changed him. And he, he was like, oh, I'm just not the same player anymore. Uh, but it's just, it it's hard for me to think that that was the best quarterback that they could have gotten I, I still think Andy Dalton Ryan Fitzpatrick any of them even trading for Marcus Mariota I think would have been an upgrade um I would have loved I would Marcus have absolutely Mariota adored that I don't like the Patriots I love Marcus Mariota but I would have loved that I think it would have been a freaking match made in heaven yeah I still don't understand why Marcus Mariota resigned with the yeah the I Raiders I, I think he had like two options and he decided to take a pay cut and stay there, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to that later. Um my grade for the Patriots um is going to be an A minus. Uh I think yeah, I, I'm I mean I'm with you on the on the Cam Newton thing. I I I don't think he's as hor- horrible as you're saying he is, but but yeah, I, it's interesting. Like they just there wasn't a lot of options in the create in free agency for quarterback, so I was like kind of thinking like, okay, if you do, if you don't re-sign um, Cam Newton, then you probably are going to draft a quarterback in the in the draft and be stuck with most likely Mac yeah. Jones. So it's either Mac Jones or Cam. Here's my thought. <laughs> Cam I think Newton. Cam, I think Mac Jones. And this is probably you're probably not going to agree with me. I think Mac Jones would be an upgrade currently than Cam Newton. I think just because of the fact that he's going to the Patriots, if he would go there, which is still a possibility, there's still a possibility that they end up somehow getting Mac Jones. Um, Maybe he falls to like 12 and they trade up or 13. If they want to trade up to 13 with the Chargers and take Mac Jones and we trade back and get more assets, cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, but but um, yeah, just with the New, New England Patriots, besides quarterback, 
they literally they, they went off. I mean, they got a bunch of dudes that are good and for multiple yeah. years. So that's why I give them A-. Um, so real quick, yeah. I just I just thought I would bring this up. Um, just to just to kind of prove a little bit more why I think Andy Dalton would have been a little bit better. Uh, Andy Dalton in nine games started last year. Um, he went four, four and five, didn't have a whole lot of help, but he threw for 2,100 yards, 14 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Cam Newton in 15 games started. He had eight total touchdowns, or eight passing touchdowns, sorry, not total touchdowns, eight passing touchdowns, 2,600 yards, and 10 interceptions. He had he, he had six less touchdowns in six more games started than than Andy Dalton. Yeah. That's just that was a big thing for me was I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, but but also on the other hand, like Kim yeah, yeah, you're right. But also Cam Newton didn't have anyone that receiver and Andy Dalton had Oh yeah. Andy Lamb, Amari Cooper, he had Mike much Miller. better options. So, you kind of have to throw that into play, but also I'm, yeah. I mean, you, the fact that he threw eight touchdowns and ten interceptions, that's <laughs> no, not the that's best. Not. Uh, but, yeah, so that's Patriots. So I had a B plus. You had an A minus. Um, the next team is the team that we crapped on before, and that is the Chicago Bears. Um, I have the Bears at a whopping F, and the reason why I have them at an F, number one, they could not trade for Russell Wilson. Uh, number two, they released Kyle Fuller. And number three, uh, I know I just said Andy Dalton is better than Cam Newton, but they settled for Andy Dalton. And that's my reasoning. And that's why I give him an F. Yeah, and also Andy Dalton has less weapons in Chicago than he does at than he it's did at be Dallas. He's got Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, dude. Dubs. Yeah, and... Other than that, nobody else. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm also going to give them an F. I just think they, like I said before, they sucked, and they're going to continue Very to suck true. because they have they, they they didn't add anyone from what I've from what I remember. No one actually like decent like decent. Uh, yeah, like somebody who has the name um, besides Andy Dalton, but. Um, they, and they got rid of Kyle Fuller, and and it just, uh, it just makes no sense. I think they're going to suck. That's I, I, I completely agree. I do want to, real quick, I just yeah. want to see. Okay. Um, so, brand new Bears is what it has on here. Andy Dalton. Oh, they got Damian Williams. So, um, a backup running back. So, oh, running that's back. cool. Um, yeah. Elijah Wilkinson, offensive lineman. Angelo Blackson, defensive lineman. Desmond Trufant, a washed corner who's – very old. Hey, don't don't do he's, my boy doesn't your fun old. He needs to be done. <laughs> uh, he's he was he's de- he was decent. He was good. With the oh, Falcons, yeah. he was good until un, until but his last year with the with Falcons, and then and then he wanted a lot of money, and they're like, "You didn't play that good." And he's like, "Well, I played okay." And they're like, "Yeah, you didn't play great though." And he's like, "But I want great cornerback money." <laughs> And they're like, nope, bye. No. Um, they got Jeremiah Taucho or something like that. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Uh, he's a linebacker and then Christian Jones, a linebacker. Um, but they brought back a couple of guys. 
but yeah, nothing big. So, uh, I mean, obviously they brought back Allen Robinson, but they had to franchise tag him. He didn't want to be there. Um, cause who would, um, so yeah. we got the bears Nobody. both at an F now we got the Miami dolphins. Um, I have the Miami dolphins and this is now because of the trade. I have them as an a, um, I think like how you were saying, they're making money moves. They're, they're trying to get better, uh, for now and for the future. I think, that they were very, very smart by doing what they did, trading back, then trading back up, and still having like two first-round picks for like the next couple of years. Um, I think it's great. They're also believing in Tua. If I think he's good or not, doesn't matter. If they think he's good, that's all that matters. And they're believing in a guy that only played in like six – or sorry, nine games. So that that's the thing for me that I'm like, Good for you guys because you're not just giving up on a quarterback already, which is insane to me. Um, but and they had they had some decent signings. They got Will Fuller, um, beast. They cut Kyle Van Noy, which at first was a little confusing, but then I kind of understood why because they didn't have that great of a year and they're paying him entirely too much money. Um, but so I, I give them an A. What do you got? Yeah, I, I, I'll, um, yeah, this, yeah, I'll give, I'll give them okay. a B plus, give them a B plus, because it's like they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they got Will Fuller. I, I do like the Will Fuller, uh, deal, um, and I do like the trade. I just think they need to add yeah. a bit more, um, especially on defense. Um, so I would say I would give them okay. a B plus. Yep, I, I like that B plus and an A um, for the Dolphins. Then now for both of our one, one of one of your favorite teams, my favorite team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I'm giving them a solid B, um, and my reasoning for that is they got Corey Lindsley, they got Matt Filer, they got O'Day. Uh, I forgot what his last name is. Um, they got those three guys. That's great. Um, but they didn't address the need of the defensive backs. They needed a safety. They didn't get anybody, and there's still time. Malik Hooker is still out there, so they could get him, which would be sick. I would love that. It's like kind of a high-risk, high-reward type of player, um, and it, that that was just the biggest thing for me is they didn't try to go out and get any sort of cornerback help or safety help or anything like that. Um, that that's why I'm giving them a B, but I love the signing of Corey Lindsley. I love Matt Filer and I love O'Day. Um, so that that's my reason. Also, they cut Trey Turner. I love that. He was making entirely too much money to be bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I, I, I'm also giving them a B and I think, yeah, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. I think they did a good job with Lindsley and, and Filer. Feeler, Feeler, whatever his name is, and the other guy that we were, that you said that I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, but yeah, I, it's just very interesting how they're not doing anything at corner. I guess they have a lot of confidence in Chris Harrison and Michael Davis. Oh, that was which, the other thing. They brought back Michael Davis. Davis. Love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. Um, very, very Extremely. underrated. He's gotten say. better every single uh, year. 
yeah, so that'll that'll be fun. See he if he, you know, takes an even bigger step yeah. this upcoming year. Um, so yeah, I, I'll give the Chargers a beat. All right, I will let you take the next team, which is the Arizona Cardinals. What did you grade them as? Oh, I'll give them a probably a. I'll give them an A. I'll give them an A because I think they, you know, you got one of the best defensive ends in the NFL, yes, JJ Watt. Um, you got uh, they got Rodney Hudson on the offensive line. Um, please and please remind me of got, who else they got. They got AJ Green. But, but too. I mean, they, they, okay, yeah, that's that's a sick that's a sick deal. Even though AJ Green's kind of old, but <laughs> I think it's he's still kind of left yeah. in the tank. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I like what the Cardinals did. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. I think, you know, they got, they got a big name on the defensive line. Um, even though they kind of already had Chandler Jones, but even that makes them even more dangerous and they needed help on the offensive line and they got Ronnie Hudson. So I like, I like what they did. I'll give them an A. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm going to give them an A minus and the only reason why it's an A minus and not an A is... So they got Malcolm Butler. Uh, I think they signed him like yesterday or the day before or something like that. And I think it's a decent signing, but I mean, really all you're doing is replacing an aging cornerback in Patrick Peterson with an aging cornerback in, um, in Malcolm Butler. So it's not bad. I do like the AJ green signing though. I really like that. I really like the Rodney Hudson trade. Um, Brian Winters as well. Um, and I and I think another thing that I think was smart is letting Hassan Reddick go. He just was going to want entirely too much money. Um, and there was no point in paying him when you have Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. Like, my goodness, you're not going to need anybody else really to rush the passer. You're going to have, like, the, two of the, the, I don't know, top ten pass rushers in the entire league on your defensive line. No point in keeping Hassan Reddick at that point. Um, and paying him way too much money. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that. A- minus and an A for the Cardinals. Um, the next team up is my only other F, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. I absolutely despise what the Raiders did. I thought it was idiotic. I mean, they, they traded four – was it four or was it three – of their starting offensive linemen. Either way, over half um, of their starting offensive linemen. They brought in Kenyon Drake, who I, I just don't get that for Kenyon Drake or for the Raiders. Um, I think really the only decent signing that I liked was Yannick Ngakwe, but it was also, you signed Yannick Ngakwe instead of, going and getting offensive line help that you just completely decimated your entire team. So it's like you had bigger needs. You didn't need Yannick and Gakwe. You needed somebody else. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't give the Raiders an F because I think the Raiders did a bit more than the Bears. Um, yeah. I would probably give them like a D or a D, probably more, more towards like a C minus. Um, I, I, I don't think the Kenyon Drake deal isn't, it's not horrible. It obviously doesn't really make sense because they have Josh yeah. Jacobs, but you know, I, and like we've said, I said this before in, in previous podcasts, but like, um, maybe they're trying to like go after like a Nick Chubb cream hunt type of thing. Um, 
and you know that was pretty successful over in yeah. Cleveland. So I don't I don't know. It, it is a bit puzzling. Um, I also like the Yannick and Gakwe um, deal. I think obviously he's a very good pass rusher. So um, yeah, I'll probably give him like a C minus or yeah. I think maybe I'm just a little bit more harsh on him, but I don't know. I just it just blew up their entire team pretty much by doing that. I was just like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> just confused me. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't understand what they did with um, uh, to every yeah, their offensive yeah, line. I don't know either. Um, it just blew my mind. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Um, so the next team up, this one's an interesting one. Uh, the New York Jets, and I'll let you grade them first. Um, I'm trying to remember who they got. So you you can take this okay. one, and then I'll. Uh, so one of their bigger signings was Corey Davis, um, and I think that was a solid addition for them. They didn't really have a number one wide receiver, um, so I mean, I liked it. Um, I the one thing that was a little bit confusing that they did end up getting was um. Dan Feeney, uh, I believe was his name. He played for the Chargers last year. Uh, he was not good. He was not good at all. And they're like, you know what? Bet. Let's get him. It's like, all right, you go for it, guys, because we don't want him. Um, the the other big name they also ended up getting was, uh, I believe it was Carlos Dunlap, I believe was, or no, 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 sorry, Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson. I was thinking of the other Bengals, um, or previous Bengals defensive end. Um, I like Carl Lawson. I think he's a great player. I love that he went to a team that's going to be definitely um, focused on defense with Robert Sala now. Um, So I like that. Again, I like the Corey Davis. I think for me, it's probably going to be a solid B. I thought they could have gotten a couple other players that probably would have been better. Um, but, I mean, other than that, and I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting any, like, big names. Um, they got Tevin Coleman, which is decent. Um, I mean, I know... I oh, yeah, it's definitely better than now. what they have now, but I thought they were going to go running back in the draft. Um the only thing that is a little bit weird... Oh, wow. Voice crack. Nice. Uh, the only thing that is a little bit weird is a lot of these players got signed to one-year deals. They're not really counting on these guys for the future. They're just like, all right, one-year rentals. Let's get it. Um, but, yeah. Oh, and then Jared Davis. Jared Davis is the other guy that I liked. Um, give him one-year prove-it deal from the Lions. Never really got the chance to uh, do a lot for the Lions. But... Yep. So that's that's my grade. Solid B. Yeah, I, w- I would give him a solid like maybe B or C plus. Um, I think the Jets were a horrible team True. last year, so pretty much any free agency sign they would have gotten would have been an upgrade. Um, they especially at receiver, they were not good at receiver. I mean, you had J- um, Jamison Crowder, yeah, um, and he he's decent, but other than that, you had no one. So I love the Corey Davis deal. Um, and obviously we just, and I just mentioned it that the, that the Jets had nobody at running back. So that I like the Tevin Coleman deal as well. 
Um, it's better than nothing, yeah. honestly. So, um, so yeah, I would probably give him like a B minus C plus okay. in that range. Um, so we got B and B minus C plus ish, uh, for the Jets, and now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and this is I think gonna be the only team with this grade. It's gonna be an A plus for me. Um, and the reason why is because they have the same 22 man starting, like starting lineups as they had in the Super Bowl that they won. Uh, they brought everybody back. The only player they haven't brought back that was of significant value, um, was Antonio Brown. Still a possibility that he does come back. If not, you got Tyler Johnson who was a rookie last year. Um, still has a lot to learn. You still got Scotty Miller as well. Um, so I think they'd be fine, but their twenty-two starting, twenty-two man starting roster from last year, uh, they're all back, and I think that was a big thing. Getting everybody back somehow under the cap. I think the cap is fake. I think is what it is, because you got teams like this. Those got teams like the Saints that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, you got them somehow fitting underneath the cap, which makes no sense. But yeah, so I I have them as an A plus. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Buccaneers brought back the players they needed to bring back, and they, yeah, like you said, they brought back all their, pretty much every single one of their starting uh, players. Um, I think they're going to do very well this year and make another run at the Super Bowl. And yeah, I think they did exactly what they needed to do. And yeah, I would give them an A plus Sweet. as well. So now, so um, now we got the. Uh, the good old New York Giants, and I'll I'll let you rank this one first. Yeah, I I like what the Giants did. Um, I think they 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 definitely needed to give some help to Daniel Jones. They didn't have, I mean, the, I, I Sterling Shepard is is decent, but he wasn't like like they just needed more help at receiver, and so obviously they got Kenny Galladay. Um, and I like the Adoree, Adoree Jackson signing. Um, I think Adoree Jackson is very good. I think he's obviously he's very quick. Um, and so I, I yeah, I, I like what the what the Giants did. If, if remind me if I'm forgetting anyone. Um, uh, I know they I know they ended up franchise tagging Leonard Williams, and then they signed him to a long term deal, which is good. Um, the only yeah, I love that too. Oh, what was the Oh, they let someone go, and I can't remember who it was. Um, but you, you can keep talking, and and I'll and I'll figure it out. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, Kenny Dodd. It, it all the the Giants like it'll be interesting. Like, if Daniel Jones does well, then I feel like it was worth it get, getting Kenny mm-hmm. Galladay. But if it's going to suck, it's just going to be kind of a waste of money. Um, so I, I I like what the Giants did and Kenny with especially getting Kenny Galladay and Dory Jackson. Um, so I, I'm going to give them a I'm going to give okay. them a B. Yeah, I. So let me. I'm trying to figure this out real quick. Um, that's who it was Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, they they let him oh, walk. Yeah. They yeah, also yeah. let or they also cut Kevin Zeitler. 
So those were two big moves that I was not a huge fan of. Um, but I'm still going to give them a B. Um, and it's the reason pretty much why, or what you said was uh, Kenny Galladay, Adore Jackson, two great signings. You sign, sign them long-term. Adore Jackson still 26. Kenny, Kenny Galladay is a little bit older, but he's 28, still not old. Um, you also bring in John Ross to see, you know, if he actually has anything or if he's, you know, bad. I love, I love that I deal. Too. I think it's, I think, I think John Ross and, and obviously being a huge Washington fan, like seeing what he did at, yeah. at Washington, he dude is so, I mean, he, you saw it at the combine. He ran a four, two, two forty. I mean, it's the ridiculous. dude is so fast and, and he's, and he's not like he's got like, bad hands like he's not like and he hasn't had a yeah. whole lot of route progression um which is something that you can easily learn and it's it's not too hard um and if you have a really good training staff which i believe the giants do i know saquon had an injury last year but they're not really known for having a ton of injuries on their team um so i i i really like the deal too it's a two million one-year deal for John Ross. Um, I think they have a lot of decent contracts that they got players signed to. Um, obviously, they a lot of people are making a whole big deal about Odori Jackson getting signed to that much money. Um, but, you know, if you believe in the guy, sign him to a big deal. Go for it. Um, that's that's up to you. Um, yeah, and they also signed they, Kyle yeah. Rudolph. So that'll be a really good blocking tight end that they'll have, and hopefully Evan Ingram can just focus on catching the ball um, and not blocking as much. Um, so hopefully he you know gets some hands before next year. Um, but yeah. the next team that we're going to talk about, New Orleans Saints. Um, I I'm going to give them a D plus. Um, and I know they can't control the retirement of Drew Brees, but that's a big thing for me because it's you are having a giant downgrade from Drew Brees to either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, and I don't think either one of them are spectacular. I think Jameis Winston is the better out of the two, just as a pure quarterback stance, but um, I... That was a big thing for me. They they had to let um, Emmanuel Sanders go. Uh, they also let Quan Alexander go. Um, they're also having some issues right now with Marshawn Lattimore, who got arrested. Um, and obviously, it's not their fault, but you know, you still got your number one cornerback, who uh, is an absolute beast, is possibly in some very big. Uh, trouble with the law, so that that guy's not going to be there. Um, you don't really have any good wide receiver depth. It's just it was not a good off season for the Saints, and uh, it just confuses me as to why they're not trying to just reset it and you know maybe take a year or two off and come back stronger. And they're just kind of going, "No, dude, we could still win it." And you're like, "No, sorry, guys." Probably not going to make the playoffs. And I'm like, no, dude, we got it. Don't worry about it. So that that's that's why I got them at a D plus. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go C 
and and this is just because I think we what before free agency even started, we we I remember you sent me a picture of like their salary cap and how like we both thought like oh they're gonna have to get rid of some dudes like on their on their team, and I thought they did a great job of like reconstructing a lot of salaries and contracts and stuff like that. So they didn't really get rid of like obviously they got rid of Quan Alexander, um, who for some reason still hasn't I, signed with the I team, which is very that, bizarre. But, yeah. Um, but. I thought they were, you know, we were talking about like, you know, they might get rid of Marshawn Lattimore or maybe even Ryan Ramchek or like some of these like solid dudes. And they've, you know, they, they figured out a way to try to, to, to keep them. And so I, I would, I, I give them credit for that. Um, yeah, that's, and, that's why I don't have them lower um, than a D plus. They, they work their magic. So yeah, I, I think, yeah, they also had their hands tied because they really couldn't yeah. sign anyone in free agency. They couldn't sign any big names. So so yeah, it, it's I, that's why I give them a C, just because you know they they did the best they could, yeah. honestly. So uh, yeah, I'd give them like a C, C minus that area. Yeah. I I think I think that's good. Um, next thing we got is the Seattle Seahawks, your team. Let me hear your grade for your team. Yeah. Um, my team. I'm trying to think what I, I would I would give them like. C plus B minus. Um, I think, yeah, I, the question I have will be, what, what are they going to do in the secondary? Their secondary is not very good. Um, and it was, it, it, it was, it wasn't even good before Shaquille Griffin, uh, or, or while we had Shaquille Griffin. And now that Griffin's gone, worse. like, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, we have Jamal Adams and that's, I love Jamal Adams. I think he's a, just an absolute baller on the defense. But other than that, you kind of just have nobody. So, um, I do, I do like the the another th- place, another area where they struggled was uh, mm. pass rush, um, and they they got Car- Carlos Dunlap last year, and they resigned him. I think it was today, uh, right? I think it might have been like a day or two ago. Yeah, and then they got this dude from Very the 49ers. I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what they, I, they, they needed pass rush and they got those two guys. Um, and uh, I, I like the Gerald Everett deal. I, that was um, kind of a sneaky one. They, they needed, yeah, definitely kind of yeah. flew under the radar there. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to give the Seahawks probably a, a C plus. Yeah. I'm gonna I, C plus. I think I'm going to go with a B minus. Um, and it's really because, the the loss of Shaquille Griffin that kind of sucks, um, but you did bring back Carlos Dunlap. You brought back uh, Chris Carson. Um, you brought back Benson Moya or Mayoa Mayoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. was like, ooh, I, I don't know how to say that one. Uh, you brought in Kerry Hyder. Um, they they also. Brought in Akella Witherspoon, who was a corner for the 49ers. It was just a one-year deal, but I think it's decent. Um, I think he he's a solid corner. He's not someone that you want to like, you know, trust your team with, but um, he's a good like number two, number three corner that you can sometimes depend on. He's not you know like god awful but he's definitely not someone that you want to be your number one corner um so that's why i have him at a b minus they also um 
they also did trade for Gabe Jackson, I believe is the one that they got from the Raiders. So that's a solid offensive lineman that you Yeah, I like that deal. Um, so I, I think that that's good. And even though, yeah, you lost Shaquille Griffin, you kind of walked out there and, you know, you're slightly scathed by the losses of some of your players, but you're like, okay, we lived. We're okay. We're not dead. Um, which other teams can't really say that. So, um, but that's what I got for the Seahawks. And now the last team is a division rival, but it is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I have them at a B plus. Um, and it's also depending on the trade as well. Um, but the reason why I have them as a B plus, they, they brought back Trent Williams on an absolute monster deal. Um, that part was pretty crazy to me. And they also brought in Alex Mack, who will bolster that offensive line even more. Um, they brought in Samson Ibukam, uh, who is solid. They brought back Jaquiski Tart. Um, they, I mean, and obviously they traded up to the number three pick. If you get a quarterback and he's your guy, good for you guys. If you actually get a starting caliber quarterback that can actually uh, make the throw that should have been made to Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl and possibly win you the game. Um, and I, I will always hold that against Jimmy G. I'm pretty sure that's always something I'm going to go. Could have won the Super Bowl if he just wouldn't have somehow overthrown a guy, which I don't know if he's ever done that. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I said B plus, right? Is that what I said? Or did I say B? Okay, B plus. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So that's that's what I'm giving the 49ers. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, my only like th- iffy thing that I have with the 49ers is, um, the Trent Williams deal was huge. Um, the dude's 33 oh, yeah. years old, and he hasn't he hasn't played a full year a full season since 2013. I didn't know that until I just I read that recently, and I was like, okay, like like that's a lot of money you're throwing out an offensive lineman kind of towards the end of his career that hasn't played yeah. a full season since 2015. So that's my only like iffy thing that yeah. I have. Also Alex Mack is a bit of like a risky move cause he's also yeah. old too. So um, who knows how, if he'll stay healthy or not. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, uh, but I do like some of the other moves that they that they made um, that the four ers made. So I'll I'll give them like a B, yeah. B plus. I, I like like I said, I like a lot of the moves. Um, I don't I don't really dislike any of the moves. It's just kind of like I like them, don't love them. Um, and I also I really like the trade. I do as long as it works out. Um, but obviously, if it doesn't work out, then that's a fail. Um, that sucks. And you lose out on your first round picks for the next two years. So that's a bummer. But, um, yikes. Yeah. So, uh, I think that that's going to be it. We'll probably wrap it up here unless you got something else. No, I got All nothing right. else to Well, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, kind of like how, how I say every time we have an Instagram page, um, I'm going to try to be more active on that. Um, it is the period post game pod. Um, so if you guys can go follow that, uh, but other than that, 
guys have a great weekend and uh, peace out. Peace.